1: Good evening, gentle listener, and welcome to Marky Tractable. This week, the gents bravely drop shields about their shadow cells. Mark judges, chides Wade's sandwiches, and asks the gents to discuss their hulk out moments. Carnivorous Wade hams up his hyperlubricated throat but opens up about his one berserk battle. Bob defends condiment usage but is deeply irked by Californian circumnavigations. From mayonnaise ass, Ed, to defeating inner darkness.
0: Yes,
1: it's time for Rage. Now sit back and prepare to be distracted and enjoy the show. Hello and welcome to Distractable, the only podcast you need to know where I'm the judge and I'm the host of this week's episode. Therefore, I'm the arbitrator of what we talk about and I will be judging the entries and stories of my fellow, well, not host right now, but fellow podcasteers, Bob. Hello.
0: And Wade. Hey. Hi. You almost just bestowed host powers upon us. That would have been quite the misstep, I have to be honest. That would have been great.
1: Can we have a triple
2: host episode? Is that even possible? I mean, yeah, I think they just called it a podcast. <laughs>
1: No, exactly. no, 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 No!
0: that's
1: not what it, it is, is. No. no, this is how all podcasts run, we, re- they oh. revolve hosting, it is kind of a, an interesting, uh, conundrum to him, that was a, people don't know, but us, like, rotating the host was, like, a very last minute idea, when we were brainstorming what the actual, like, quote, official podcast would be, and I think mm-hmm. it was, like, we would just take turns. We were originally going to be, like, specific roles in the podcast. One of us was going to be, like, always host, and the others
2: are going to have supporting roles. Yeah, story, um, like story getter or something. I think you want to be story. Researcher.
1: Yeah, I was, was going to be researcher, researcher, and I would yeah. do it live, but, um, yeah, no, this is better this way. I like the ramshackle thing.
0: Yeah, absolutely slap together. That's our style.
1: It's more us. Yeah, but we could make this. We could change it now. I'm the host. I could decide what we do from here on out, and then I could make it forever. That we do it in perpetual host. Me mm-hmm. as the perpetual host. Well, I could declare that. Or you could. We could put a pin in that one. We could just undo I it could. next week. But you could. No, because you won't be host next week. I'll be the host. Wouldn't I always be host if I was perpetual host? I would always be host. I'm perpetual host. If I declare that,
0: yeah, I'm perpetual, I'm perpetual, host. perpetual host. I will always be host. I will always be host. I will always be host.
2: I mean, I guess we did give you that power. Yes, I have that power. That means Bob and I would never have to come up with topics. Yes, and then I would be the arbitrator of everything
1: that we do.
0: Beautiful. Mm.
1: It would be... Ah. I could just mark show a- up and phone it in. tractable and
0: friends. Markiplier is your welcome distractable. Yes,
1: exactly. Yes. All right. Fine. It seems like you guys aren't into it. Maybe the Markiplier's
2: rest... your podcast.
0: I I feel like it's only halfway there. There's just you know, it's just some more brainstorming we need. You know, <laughs> maybe we need to take turns hosting. Mm-hmm. What about that?
1: Ah, that's something. That's something. Anyway, how are you guys doing?
2: I'm having the weirdest case of déjà mustard how... right now. What the fuck? How are you guys doing? I slept from D B C abridged.
0: I'm good. I'm doing good. Mm-hmm. I'm having a good day. My office is not hot. I um. I don't know if I talked about this, but I have a spoiled bottle of mayonnaise with me, and I I just don't have the wherewithal <laughs> to get rid of it.
2: You know, no, you haven't you carried around about with that. you, or just in your office?
0: Uh, it's in my office.
2: Okay, I thought maybe you just carried it around. You couldn't bring yourself to get rid of it because you'd been through so much together.
0: No, it's right here. I have a fridge in my office. It's only mainly for drinks, but I brought this out because I had a snack out here the other day, and I was like, oh, I'll put some mayo on that, and I for some ungodly reason brought this to my office, and and I put it in the fridge, and then I didn't close the fridge so i came back to my office the following day to a fridge that was like 80 degrees and mayonnaise i think probably is no good no more but i would not recommend it unless unless i haven't tried it you know i hold on a second smells like mayonnaise wait how uh i
2: thought you just ate some like flat straight up wait 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 Mm -hmm. when you buy mayonnaise it's not refrigerated but it's sealed but yeah it's airtight right?
0: sealed. once you open it you introduce other things into it potentially
2: it's like that old experiment where the guy had like meat and he was like oh flies just appear on this meat and like the meat that was sealed didn't have flies but the meat with the hole got flies it's kind of like that kind of thing
0: yeah i've got fly mayonnaise
2: commercially
1: produced mayonnaise as opposed to homemade mayonnaise does not need to be refrigerated
2: even after opening
0: but that's horrific
2: why does it say, wait, Bob, the thing should
0: say. Does it say on it, keep refrigerated? Does it say? Does it say?
2: Refrigerate after opening. It would say if you had to.
0: 12 fluid ounces. Picture of a baby. That's why I bought it, because I have one of those. Okay. <laughs> I, <bought> uh... <laughs> I have one of those, and I like mayonnaise. Look at this. Since 1919, QP mayonnaise. That's not the one that we need. Ingredients. Contains eggs. Refrigerate after opening. Do not freeze. But it says,
1: food scientists find it's because mayo undergoes strict testing and its acidic nature slows the growth of bacteria associated with foodborne illnesses.
0: I mean, this is a very, Cupy is a very popular common brand, but it's not like it's Duke's or like Hellman's or something. Is it's, it's a different kind of mayonnaise, right? It has a two-way chef cap. What if that's too fancy to be unrefrigerated?
1: But that's the thing, right? People, I I have this perception that mayonnaise, if you left it out, it would become horrible very quickly, but it wouldn't. Chug
0: that bottle. Chug it. Well, other really it I'll
1: give you 10 points if you chug it.
0: Okay, I'll chug the bottle. Here we go. Well, so much mayonnaise. <laughs> okay, yeah, some got in my mouth. I don't like that. Wow, you should be an actor. <laughs> <laughs> Some definitely got in my mouth. How'd it taste? It's kind of like I ate some mayonnaise while I have a Jolly Rancher in my mouth. <laughs> do you have a Jolly Rancher in your mouth? <laughs> Cause, yeah, cause I do. I, I okay. wasn't quite... You hit, we hit record, oh. and you were like, let's go. And I was like, oh, I'll finish this Jolly Rancher as we start the episode. It's not gone yet. I've been trying to tuck it under... Weren't okay. you
2: prepared to eat mayonnaise?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I should show up prepared to choke mayonnaise.
2: Yeah, we
1: all should. Oh. We all should.
0: So that is on me.
1: It's It's one of those things where it's like, If it did taste like there was a Dolly Rancher, it would prove that it was spoiled. But I think because it tastes like mayonnaise, I don't think mayonnaise spoils. And I think this is a divisive issue. I think a lot of people think you need to refrigerate a lot more things than you really do. Probably. Because if you go to restaurants all the time, ketchup and mustard is left out. But where do people put their ketchup in their home? Usually... It's in the fridge.
0: Well, the fridge is convenient, but I've seen people keep ketchup in the pantry. Ketchup and mustard are very acidic, like a different level of acidity than just mayonnaise. Are you sure about that? Yes, because they have like vinegar in them as an ingredient. Mayonnaise what do you does think not- mayonnaise have? Mayonnaise should be a fat emulsified into another fat. It should be egg yolks emulsified into like an oil or something. The ingredients for this mayonnaise are soybean oil, egg yolk, water, Distilled vinegar salt sugar mustard (laughs) flour (laughs) rice vinegar (laughs) mayonnaise isn't supposed to have vinegar in it mayonnaise is an egg yolk that's a course of mayonnaise that's homemade mayonnaise no mayonnaise homemade mayonnaise is an egg yolk emulsified into an fat an oil of some sort what does
2: emulsified into even mean
0: it means you blend it into it and it becomes a suspension where the fats mix together because they're not naturally attracted to each other so you force it by blending it to be mixed into a homogeneous mixture the emulsification that's how you know how salad dressing can like separate when salad dressing is all mixed up it's emulsified but it can separate because the oil and the non-oils are not naturally attracted to each other.
2: So homemade mayonnaise would be that, but apparently, but like that's normal mayonnaise. You don't no, no, no. put
0: mayonnaise in needs mayonnaise. an acid.
1: Mayonnaise needs an acid. But it's it says,
0: lemon. You put lemon in it. It's an acid. It
1: could either be lemon or vinegar. It's either one of those. Mm. It
0: just needs an acid. I don't like it. I don't oh, like it at is, all. This is what it is. I'm not saying it's wrong. I'm saying I don't like it, Mark. I'm allowed to not like things, aren't I? Yeah. I'm with Bob.
2: I also don't like mayonnaise.
0: You heard here first. Mark Potter says you have to like everything he likes.
2: That's true. <laughs> he is the perpetual host. As judge, I
1: declare
0: that you must like what I like. Well, I don't. So what about that, then? Well, I think you're dumb. Well, I think you're a very nice man. And this is out of character for you.
2: My day was fine. Thank you guys for asking. <laughs>
0: Wade, what do you think of mayonnaise?
2: I don't really care for it. My family likes mayonnaise. I don't, but, you know, it's... Well, you don't like anything.
0: What do you like as a sandwich condiment, though? I like ketchup. Uh Huh? None. You know, I eat my ketchup. You don't have, like, mustard. You don't have, like... Ketchup is not an answer. If a I have a ham and cheese sandwich,
2: for... it is bread, ham, and cheese. If I go crazy, I might do like a ham and turkey and cheese. Why don't or you just eat fr-
0: scoops of sand? Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like the driest, that feels most like un- unpleasant food I could imagine eating. No, a sandwich without a sauce on Bob's it. Bob's
1: right. Bob's right. It doesn't right. have
0: to be mayonnaise, but it needs a sauce. Do you Wade? have like a
1: hyper lubricated throat or something? How do you get that down? I have a beverage
2: with my meal?
0: If I if I ate a sandwich with just bread and fillings in it, with no, no lubrication, no sauce or anything, I would choke on that. I would get halfway through the sandwich and be like... Ah, ah, <coughs> oh. I must have a
2: wide-ass throat, because no, I don't need any of that. I just eat the sandwich. In fact, I usually eat two sandwiches. Do you dip it in water?
0: I'm not opposed to two sandwiches. I love two sandwiches. Here's
2: what I do. I get a slice of bread. I put meat and cheese on it, put the other slice of bread, eat. Or maybe I go crazy and I have a PB and J. I mean, sometimes I just go bonkers Those are their own sauces,
0: though. That yeah, one that totally was, makes that, sense. You don't yeah, need anything normal. for that. that, that is fine. that's fine. That's fine. That's fine. That's acceptable. Meat is kind of wetty. Meat? I'm you know, sorry. Like a, a... Meat is not a sauce. Are you sloppy it's steak, man? you get, steak, like, a man? ham?
1: You slopping up those steaks? <laughs>
2: You put in
0: water on No, but on if your you steaks. get like
2: lunch meat, ham, ham is like moist. If you have like leftover chicken and you like slice to put it on there, maybe your chicken is drier after being like you know baked and then whatever. But like if you just buy deli meat,
0: no deli meat is adequately moist to go for- forgo any sort of sauce on the sandwich. You need some mustard. I don't
2: put anything on my burgers other than cheese and bacon. Mustard. I don't put anything on my sandwiches. I just like the I like the flavor of it by itself. It doesn't need more. But you miss out on a world of flavor. There's adaptability. I think you conceal some of the flavor by burying it with too many other flavors. We've
0: been down this road before, and right. we need to let Wade enjoy what he enjoys, but that honestly just sounds so, so dry and unpleasant. A sandwich with no sauce on it sounds just awful to me. Yeah, I love a good ham and cheese this sandwich with just ham and cheese. This is the man that
1: you defend. This is like that, that clip from that show. It's like, this is your man that you're going to stick by. He's like, that's my man. That Look at me.
2: I'm doing great. I look great. I enjoy food.
0: So, do you eat chicken wings with no sauce on them? Just dry, crunchy, throat destroying wings? I have. I mean, I prefer
2: uh, buffalo sauce, but I'll eat them. Later. You have?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm concerned that you made that choice one single time ever.
2: I can't handle too much heat. I like hot sauce, but it has to be like a little bit of it. So, a lot of times when I order wings, I order them well done, so they stay crispy, and I also get them with light sauce, so they're not drowning in sauce. Sometimes they go too light on the sauce, and it's like eating a plain wing, and it's like, this could've used a little bit more, but like, you know, I'll eat it, it's fine.
0: You know, they make non-spicy sauces. Parmesan garlic is possibly one of the best wing flavors that exists.
2: I like some of those, but I do like a little bit of the buffalo taste without having like the buffalo drown and like, it's stuck in your mouth, your lips are burning, your hands are burning, you're, uh, you're crying, and you're like, so good! You can have the flavor without drowning in the pain.
0: I'm generally with you. I will say there's something about the sweet, spicy Korean barbecue wings that this Korean place has near us where I don't like spicy food, but I eat those, and I get done, that I'm all, oh, God, it's so hot, oh, but I want more. Oh, There's something yeah. about that flavor that's specific korean i think it's gochujang something spicy sweet yeah something. but um but yeah the buffalo can be i'm with you I, i'll give you you know what i'll give you your chicken wings rice sandwich is too far Thank for you. me that's yeah, a that's lot too far that's all right lot. burger
2: plain burger okay that sounds awful. burger, just burger
0: with no aioli burger with no ketchup mustard relish burger with nothing interesting on it that's
2: bacon i'll put i'll put some bacon on it
1: <sighs> i mean that anyway. is good I... I'm moving on for now, because we could be a whole episode here, and I don't want to stick around on this topic forever. In the small talk round, Bob, you earned five points. I gave you some bonus points for actually tasting the mayonnaise. And then, wait, I gave you three points. I didn't deduct anything, but I want you to know I should have. I should have. I really should have. (sighs) Thanks. Anyway, would
0: you like to Wait, you should just say that you like food, even if you don't, just so you can- earn more points on the podcast i'm I think too it's really killing honest
2: <laughs> i know whenever i'm walking into like you guys have like a punching glove extended and i see it spring loaded and i'm like all i have to do is walk around it wait do you like mayonnaise it's like <laughs> just break it oh, just wait, hit no it, listen hit me. it's
0: okay if you don't like mayonnaise i 100 that's fine that. yeah dry sandwiches a lot I'm not even saying that's wrong. I'm just saying I can't imagine that that's pleasant. I love
2: ketchup. I just don't want it on my burgers and stuff because it's like, I don't know. It doesn't do it for me. I'm, I don't. couldn't tell you why.
0: Well, then what does it go on? You just eat ketchup on French fries and that's I it. I like
2: fried foods with it. Like if I get like chicken tenders, chicken nuggets, fried All right, fish. No,
0: you know what, Mark? I did the opposite of you what did the you were thing, trying you to do. You did the thing. You did the I thing. Did okay. the th- I did the thing. I need to let it go. I need to let it go. It go. We're moving let on. Go. All right.
1: So, but
0: how could you? No, I'm sorry. I'm gonna. Today's
1: topic (laughs) this is a good segue because today's topic is moments of unbridled rage. (sighs) I want to talk about the moments in our lives when we have been at our most angry, whether it was justified or not, or whether it lasted a long time or not, whether we broke something or not, times when the unfettered emotion of rage exploded through our very core and uh either resulted in some tumultuous times or otherwise was justified.
0: I feel like one of the most rage filled moments of my entire life is actually captured, memorialized as an episode of this podcast. So that's a good <laughs> that's a good one. If you haven't listened to the, the bees. Bobs <laughs> Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> oh, you're killing, Wade. You're I got killing you. It. I got you. Well, I got you. If you haven't listened to Bob's Fridge episode, uh, that's up there for me. But I would say the other one that comes to mind is on the bus in Vegas.
2: Mm-hmm. I love that. Moment. I wish we had that on film. I cannot so believe
0: that recording didn't work. And we've talked about that before, <laughs> I think, uh. on this podcast. So I don't have to go into it. But that was, that was completely unjustified rage, I think, is why that stands out to me. Because I don't even remember why I was so mad. Yeah. I was so fucking mad at don't you guys, either. but I don't remember why. It was stupid. I don't remember either. We'll never, <laughs> know. <do> it. <sighs> we'll never know. It's gone
1: forever. I uh, can't believe it.
0: But there, I definitely have some like daily rages. Mm-hmm. I have some little ones that come up that I think might surprise you guys. <sighs> cool. I have one major one.
1: I'm going to throw it back, and we're going to do titles again. So you got to come up with a <laughs> clever title. We got bonus points on the line.
0: I have a title. What's the title? All right, I need to like wrap myself up for this. I'm going to, it's a rage title, right? So, okay. Oh, great. I'll just go around.
1: (laughs) All right.
2: Okay. That's good. Wade. I'm not going to say the title with rage. I'm just going to let it speak for itself. I should be in prison.
0: (laughs) 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 It's very intriguing.
2: That's really intriguing,
1: Wade, but the passion which, with with which Bob delivered his title, well, thats I, fine. I have to go with that
2: I'm one. Not, I'm not excited to talk about this story. It's an awful moment for All me, right. so I'm, I don't even want to win, All but right. it's excited. a fitting topic, and I'm too honest. I'm, I'm walking into the glove. I'm excited.
0: I, I, I want to hear this. I'm interested. I don't think I know what story you're about to tell, and if I do, I've already forgotten it, so I'm excited either way uh so it's my i go i'm up yes
1: bob please take the floor
0: okay all right uh great i'll just go around so this is not this is a i'm gonna say this is like a summary of a thing that happens that is one of the most quintessentially california things about living here in general it happens a lot in the car but it also happens everywhere else Anywhere humans are moving, this thing happens. And it's it's a thing I never experienced in Ohio. I lived in Ohio for a long time. North Carolina, lived there for six years. This did not happen. I've been to lots of places around the world and you know, traveled to Europe and we were very lucky to do the tours and stuff. Never experienced this as in the same way that it happens in California. Is the instinct that Californians have the moment anything stops? You're driving in a lane of traffic, you're walking down an aisle in the grocery store. You're walking down a sidewalk. If a person in front of you stops in California, the immediate thought, without a moment of even hesitation, without slowing down, every Californian just thinks, ah, I'll just go around like there's not some reason that the person (laughs) in front of you just stopped. If you're walking down an aisle at the grocery store. And I'm in front of, I'm walking down an aisle at the grocery store and there's a person in front of me grabbing a thing off the shelf and I'm like, oh, I'll just wait. It's a busy aisle, you know, there's people going both directions and it's, I'll just wait a sec, this person's just grabbing a thing and then they're gonna continue. If I stop moving forward for even a millisecond, every other Californian in the entire world is like, oh, I'll just go around. He's stopping for no fucking reason, I'll just go cut him off. And they and it's the thing that makes me mad is like they do that and it's like okay well just be patient they do that and then there's like oncoming traffic right someone is trying to walk around me in the grocery store and there's carts coming the other way so there's no room the person who has pulled out into the wrong you know the oncoming traffic so to speak they're the one who gets like indignant about it they do this and then they're like oh oh excuse and i've seen it happen where the people who are just walking down the aisle from the opposite direction back up and let the person through who's just going around and i'm like don't do that you're rewarding stupid behavior but it happens everywhere and it happens most specifically in traffic if you're in a parking lot my favorite is the the series of oh i'll just go arounds that happen if you're in a parking lot and someone's like waiting for a spot right there's a car backing out you're waiting there's like one guy stopped and then one guy will be like oh i'll just go around but he'll get stopped because the car is backing out. And now there's two cars. And a third guy comes and is like, I wonder why these two cars are stopped. I'll just go around. And it's, you end up with people, like, <laughs> pulling around and around. And, you, like, this shit just happens everywhere in California. And no matter what context it happens in, I am filled with rage. But if I'm alone in my car, I scream at them. Because no one can hear me. I literally, if I'm driving alone in my car and someone does that, I will just look over. I'm like, oh, great! Just go around! Cool! I don't flick them off or anything, but I scream at them. Because it's so cathartic to be able to address the fact that no one in California knows what a line is for or how to wait for five seconds! It's a little thing, but it honestly fills me with rage on a daily basis. Going out in public, I get pissed. This every, you get this, every, this, you get this that everywhere in California, everywhere grocery store, DMV. Really, you could literally be waiting in a line to check out at a store, and someone will come up and and think to themselves, like, "Huh, are you in line?" There's a little tiny gap between your cart and the heels of the person in front of you. Maybe you're not in line. Maybe you're just stopped in this aisle for some reason. I'll just go around so I can get in line in front of you! ah. I have confronted people. I'm not, like, a confrontational person. I've confronted people in person where, like, they did that. They tried to cut around me, and I was like, excuse me, why do you think I'm waiting here? I am in line. Please get in line behind me if you would like to. And they were always like oh, oh, I'm sorry if I offended you. And I'm like, how am I the one who's an asshole in this situation? You gotta be fucking kidding me. (laughs) Everywhere in California constantly happens. It sends me off on a whole thing. That
2: blows my mind. There's like three people in Ohio that do that and they're always like, shamed flipped off and screamed at for like they must be people that are visiting from california i guess yeah because like they're that's kind of rare here and when it does happen that person is very obviously an asshole who has no idea what they're doing and honestly probably deserves to be crucified but you know we don't do that people who are assholes i guess it's kind of an exaggerated punishment but in my brain it's what i want for them oh my god i'm evil
0: so yeah oh oh, great just go around there's my thing that I hate this topic, Mark. I I hate it. I I love it. I love hearing
1: about it. I don't love talking (sighs) about it, but I love hearing about it.
0: This episode is brought to you by Rocket Money. Guys, I found another subscription. Five million users and has saved a total of five hundred million dollars in canceled subscriptions, saving members up to seven hundred and forty dollars a year when using all of the app's features. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash distractable. That's R-O-C-K-E-T-M-O-N-E-Y.com slash D-I-S-T-R-A-C-T-I-B-L-E. Rocket distractable. You should get that, Mark. It's probably important. Oh, no way.
1: m-i-n-t-m-o-b-i-l-e dot com slash distractible use distractible use the slash distractible mint mobile, to get mint this mobile, new customer mint offer mobile, go to mintmobile.com mint 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 slash distractible mint mint that's m-i-n-t-m-o-b-i-l-e dot mint mint com slash d-i-s-t-r-a-c-c-i-b-l-e 45 dollar upfront payment required equivalent to 15 dollars a month for the first three months only speeds slower than 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan additional taxes fees and restrictions apply see mint mobile for details Wade, I can't wait to hear why you should be in prison.
2: Uh, dude, I, okay, this is this is a story, this is a tale, because there's a lot that builds up to the reason. Growing up, I have three siblings, an older brother, an older sister, and a younger brother. And my older brother was notorious for getting into trouble when I grew up. He wasted money, in my opinion, buying like the cool gang member car that had the hydraulics, had the big bass in the trunk that you could hear from ten miles away. The police were called on him for you named the reason so many times growing up. And he and I mean he and I are starting starting now at this point in our lives. I'm 34 years old. And for the first time, we've had like several civil conversations with each other, and it seems like he's maybe trying to turn his life around finally. But growing up I hated everything about his existence because he caused our family so much pain and misery over the years and when I was a teenager he had moved out and he was doing his own thing and it's like okay I have to deal with his shit when he comes over but otherwise he's gone (sighs) breathing room something happened in life where he had to move back in with us when I was in high school and when he moved back in all of his bullshit came back with him I don't want to get into all the specifics because it's kind of like you know my family's business and I don't want to air it all out it's not all my laundry to share but ultimately, he got into more trouble and his trouble became our trouble. And just as a teenager, your hormones and testosterone and everything else is kind of fluctuating. And you're more prone, I think, to like emotional outburst. At least I was as a teenager. It's like I had more like moments of unbridled rage feelings that were kind of exaggerated. But with him, it had been a lifetime of buildup. And I remember he'd gotten us in trouble, or he'd gotten in trouble, and my mom was having to deal with it, and she was always very stressed out and stuff. And seeing her stressed out pissed me off to no end. And there was a day where he came in, and she was confronting him about something he had done. And he, like, screamed at her and yelled at her or whatever, and it looked like she was on the verge of both killing him and crying. And I don't know what had happened to me that day but it was kind of like when gohan goes super saiyan 2 and dragon ball there was just like a snap where like the room got dark there was just a red line going across and something in me snapped and i had just had enough so i went and i got into his face because i'm also not very confrontational but i went and i got into his face and i was like you need to get away from her blah, blah 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 i'm sure i was not saying pleasant things i'm sure i was cursing whatever have you i don't know what i said but I got into his face and was basically just, like, trying to get him away from my mom. And whenever I got into his face, I think he thought I was coming in to, like, attack him. So he put up his hands to, like, defend himself, thinking I was going to swing. And when he put up his hands, thinking I was going to swing, I thought he was putting up his hands to swing. So then I put up my hands, and then we started, like, fighting. It was the only fist fight I've ever been in in my life. And, of course, I don't know how to fight, so I'm all, like, in my mind, I look like Rocky Balboa. But in reality, I'm like, eh, stop. Go uh, <laughs> this is probably what it looked like. Stop it. In my Come brain, on. my thought was, the staircase to the basement is right there. If I get him over there, I can throw his ass down there and just fucking break his neck and finally be rid of this fucking problem. I hate him. I want him dead. I just have to get him to that staircase and all of this can be done. And like my only thought in my head was get him over there and end him and thankfully my mom and my sister intervened and they separated us which wasn't hard because neither one of us knew how to fight and we were both terrible at it but that moment taught me that i probably in the right circumstance could kill somebody and i'm a very moral person i like to think of myself as a good person and it was like that haunted me that moment fucking it still haunts me because it showed me that i could be pushed to the brink of like just there's no thought there's no like thinking ahead Just in that moment it was like I had one instinct and that was kill get rid of and if they hadn't intervened I mean I don't know that I'm strong enough or could have actually thrown him down the stairs but all I wanted for you know let's call it three seconds of time was to get him there and throw him down and just see him lying there motionless and the sigh of relief I was looking forward to having and like It's such a scary, horrible thought to have, and I cannot believe that I had it. I've never had it since, I never had it before but just a lifetime of buildup of him and the stress he caused, the financial stress, the mental stress, the legal troubles, everything about his existence growing up to me was a negative. All of that feeling of people like going around and that rage you felt, everything he did from the smell of his cigar body, to the sound of his music, to the way he dressed, I hated everything about his existence. And just in that moment, something in me snapped and I was just done and if i had the opportunity to kill him i might have and my entire life would obviously be very different because i'd probably be in prison right now and i'm pretty sure i would have not even tried to fight it I'd just been like yeah i did it and you know i'm gone but at least he's gone too and i think i would have been satisfied with that in life at that point and for us to be talking right now and trying to work things out a little bit it's honestly a miracle because i mean for 33 years i've known nothing except for contempt for this man and this is a really personal thing to be talking about on a public podcast but when you said unbridled rage it was the first and only example that really came to mind because it's the only time in my life that i have snapped beyond any kind of thought there was nothing i mean there was no rational thought it was literally just attack and it was my first thought was i'm gonna go get him away from my mom but the moment his hands went up it was just blank it was a blank slate of i see the stairs i see him whatever he hits me whatever get him there and it's such a, a mind fuck to think that I could have maybe. I don't know if I would have, you know, obviously, and thankfully, I don't, I won't know, but that is all I wanted in my mind. And I have never been able to successfully rationalize in my brain what happened that day and how I felt and what I wanted.
1: Brutal. That's very serious.
2: Very serious. So you, I'm. Yeah. 33 year you popped out the womb angry at that time i was like 17 i think i was probably 17 when that happened
1: gotcha okay i see
2: well that was a great story I, I i know this is a very jokey podcast but like this is a moment that like i probably should have talked to a therapist about at this point in life because it just it, it truly eats away at me
0: it kind of sounds like it yeah it sounds like it's a serious like all for you in terms of how you view yourself
2: Well, it is because we all we all rationalize our behaviors and thoughts because Mm -hmm. we have behaviors and thoughts. But to have a moment where you just completely blanked and all you could think about was doing something like the the worst criminal moral thing you could possibly do. But you like it was like a lust, like a bloodlust for it. It was like I was salivating at the thought of getting to do this. And it was just like, it was like a different person had taken over me, like a werewolf or something. It was a wild experience and thought. And I cannot ever forgive myself for even feeling it. It's a very difficult emotional thing to uh, to know that boils inside me. Uh, I it, think you could eventually forgive yourself for it. It's
1: something that I also... I didn't even in. do anything, but it feels yeah, unforgivable. Uh, th- uh, you can forgive yourself for a thought, but that's like, again, like, I would encourage trying to talk about that in therapy, but only when you're
2: ready. I should. I really should.
0: Yeah, no, I would say, I think it's very different, but I feel like it's connected, is since we had the baby, I have struggled with him in ways that I did not expect, and I have not had like the violent thoughts, like that's a specific, how you see that, and how you feel might be different from how I feel, but I have struggled to feel like I'm loving the baby in some ways, like you don't, I, I didn't bond with him as much as I thought I would, which people say happens, but I I kind of... Uh, blamed him for mandy's health problems right it was the birth was really scary for me we did an episode where i talked about that and like i resented the baby because he is what caused mandy all this like scary health stuff he almost you know caused a serious issue where he may have died mandy might have died it took a long like in the last month or month and a half maybe it took that long and he's uh five and a half months right now for of me talking with a therapist about this and talking to Mandy about this and seriously like looking at myself because it poked such a big hole in how I viewed myself. Yeah. And I didn't understand why I felt that way. And like I said, this is not the same thing, but I feel like this connects somehow.
2: It does. It, it's uh, I I I see the connection.
0: You know, how how you say how it affects how you feel about yourself it, like Yeah,
2: it's startling.
0: I would recommend talking about it because I was very shocked when I started to really talk about it and like identify and say out loud the things, what I was feeling, why I was feeling that and why it was directed at the baby. Cause for a long time I was like, I just don't like babies. I, I can't stand this kid. Why is it like, why am I a bad person? It's not that I don't like babies. And like he and I get along really good right now and it's been a huge 180, but it came from a thing of like, it was, had to do with how I viewed myself because I couldn't, I don't know, it's complicated, but I would highly recommend it. I I talked to a therapist and it helped a lot, actually.
2: I think well, I even blamed so. In a similar vein, after that happened, and I like couldn't believe that I reacted that way and felt that way. I didn't even blame myself for that reaction. I blamed him for it. I was like, "Well, he did this to me. He made me feel this way. This is all right. his, like that's very easy to do. We rationalize shit all the time." our bad thoughts behavior whatever it's like oh no someone else you know whatever whatever rationalization we have to do to make ourselves look better in our own minds we can't be at fault and you find ways to outwardly blame yeah i've had a lot of time to process this i've had half my life to process that moment well that's some serious shit. there's probably
1: still more processing to do
2: there probably is just like i i also like i'm big
1: big proponent of therapy um i am too you know people usually see my videos and they're they're like oh the funny haha rage moments but then i talk about like i'll talk about like no i don't like playing rage games because i don't like being angry and it's not just like a, i don't like yep. being angry i don't like tapping into that side of myself or even feeding that side of myself because the last time that i got really angry on a video was during unis when i punched a hole in the wall
0: i remember that video
1: and yeah, we edited it around it, and we edited it in a way that was like, oh, haha, ha, funny, funny. That moment was not funny. In real life, when we were filming, like, Ethan was about ready to leave, because he was like, oh, there's no fucking way. Uh, like, it was just like, ooh, I don't know what's what the fuck is happening. It's like, I don't know why. I was so angry, because it was like, right before we were doing the bike ride, totally fine. Something in the bike ride... About what Ethan was doing was just annoying me, but he's annoyed me before, and that's totally fine. But something about like my anger that I like usually like to keep under wraps just got tripped there it had something to do with if I like talked to a therapist about it It was like to do with like my insecurities about athleticism that tie into like how I was in high school and like how I was looked down upon for uh certain athletic events and it tied into like my lack my inability to perform at the level that I expect lots of different things it ties into but it could easily just be blamed like oh I snapped at that moment it was like sometimes if you look at it in like reality like that moment for me was not really something that should have led to that much anger and yet it did and there was evidence like man i should look into this but that's why i don't like to go into those places in the first place which is also fine you don't need to dig up everything your past. There's something about, like, actors, like, a lot of acting classes will teach you, like, you gotta tap into your most painful things. I'm like, that's horribly damaging and also incredibly disrespectful to your own past and the experiences that you had. If you choose to use it, that's fine, but just, like, if you if you abuse it in ways to exploit emotions for acting purposes, I don't know if that's the best way to go about it. But yeah, no, rage is, like, real, and, and I think everyone experiences oh God, at yeah. some time or another and it's like yeah we we as humans are just capable of incredible moments of outrage and, and just rage because rage is an emotion but i also talked to a therapist recently about the fact that you can't purely deny your rage because the rage is also much like sadness a useful emotion when it's justified being angry about something it is exploited in today's uh, age in terms of media and everything like that but Anger is a real emotion and cannot be fully expunged, which is something that I tried to do for a very long time, which led to even bigger outbursts at random moments. But it's it's a fascinating
2: balance, which is why I like talking about
1: it. I'm glad you guys are sharing.
0: Um, yeah.
2: I want to differentiate before I forget. So when we play games like Uno, like Barbara is famous for me, right? The Barbara rage or whatever. Mm. But that is so different. When I get mad at a video game, it's like, you get mad i think sometimes mark when you play rage games where you actually feel like ragey mm-hmm. like i get mad with playing uno Barbara, whatever like when shit like that happens it's like i know that i'm making content rage where it's like i know going in that shit like that could happen and i wouldn't say i fake it but i definitely like you know i play up the rage and i lean into it it's like oh god because you feel frustrated right whenever something you get screwed over in a card game or something it's like ah that sigh but i like lean into that sigh for like making content and stuff like that i've only actually gotten super angry making content like i think once i was recording Mob with people and we recorded for like an hour and a half and like just the way it went down i was actually angry and the moment it ended i deleted all the because i was just so angry that's happened one time where i've actually gotten mad making content the other rage is like a different i don't, I don't know how to qualify it or quantify it it's a different thing that i tap into for that it's a real feeling, but it's slightly exaggerated and played up, and it's like, I'm frustrated, so I'm just going to scream! Barbara! Like, you know, stuff like that. But the rage that I felt um, that one day with my brother was very different, and I know that that's in me to get there, because I've gotten there now at least one time. But I've only ever actually gotten like to the point of being super mad, like actually angry. Maybe twice in the last 10 years where it's like I've had a moment where it's like, i'm actually pissed like i'll get angry i'll get frustrated or whatever but it takes a lot i've got a pretty high tolerance but whenever i get to a certain point and like something actually like snaps me to where it's like i want to punch a hole in the wall or throw a chair to something like that it is super rare like after that moment i can think of actually one moment since i was 17 where i got that angry and then i didn't really do anything about it i just went off and huffed and calmed myself down but i felt that not the same degree of rage but just i i got there i got to the point of like I'm so angry right now I can't even have a conversation I need to go be on my own for a few minutes just to process and I'll talk after mad that's happened like once so I don't get there very easily very often it takes a lot but whenever I do get there and after my brother it's like seeing how scary I can be or at least how I can feel it's like I try everything in my power to never let myself get there so it's like if there's a problem I don't sit on it I don't you know we'll, we'll talk it through we'll work it out if I'm mad at one of you two or you know if I'm Molly and I are disagreeing about something it's like We can have a few minutes to cool down, but then we're going to work it out. We're not going to go to bed mad. This is not going to boil over and become some big thing. Because with my brother, it was a lifetime of buildup that all came out in one moment. And it's like, I can't ever let things get there again. Because that buildup, whenever it finally released, it was was just like seeing someone else take over your body and mind. And just I wasn't even trapped in the corner. It was like, just after it happened, it was like, I couldn't believe I was standing there like with my arms up in the air looking like an asshole who doesn't know how to fight, but also just the thought process. I don't know. Very different. It's very different than like gamer rage for me. It's, I, it's completely different ends of the spectrum on how I feel about things. Mm. I don't get that kind of mad whenever I make content of any kind. Fair enough. All right. That's the end of round one. Congratulations,
1: guys. You did great. <laughs> yeah. uh, I assigned many points to that. Um, Bob got the bonus point. Uh, Wade, you got a certain number of points, but I won't tell you what it is just because i want to keep it secret. Uh, but, hey, Bob, fair, fair. great job that round.
0: All great right. Job,
2: Bob. All right, who's ready for round two? Yeah. I don't know, man. I don't have a round two, but, yeah, let's do it. Let's
0: do it. I want to hear more rage. I don't have, like, a really serious story like Wade. Is that okay? Oh,
1: uh, it doesn't have to be. God, okay. you don't have to bring down the mood like Wade did. Okay. Come on, give me some fuss. Give me some content. Rage. <laughs> no,
2: no, I'm just kidding. I'm like rocking in my chair over here, like, why did I do this?
1: <laughs>
0: sorry, Wade, it's Bob's turn to talk.
1: <laughs> <Just> aside, <laughs> <I? I'm>
2: sorry. <laughs> yes, Mr. Markiplier. Of course, Mr.
0: Markiplier. Oh, yes, sir, Mr. Markiplier. Yes. Yeah, Yeah. Um. I, uh. Ooh, uh, title. What's the title for yeah, this? Yeah, who's one? Got, have an idea. Who got
1: titles? All right.
0: Uh, I uh, I think I have a title. You could do your title first if you want this time, Wade. I'll give you a minute to think.
2: Oh, of course. Yeah, I have a. T- Dude, uh, if you if you need time to think, get out of my house. Okay. I thought of a moment. I titled it. Okay. Improv, God but it's damn. a real story.
0: All right. I uh my my title is I I I I will fucking throw you against the wall. Ooh.
2: Don't threaten me it's a good time.
1: <laughs> That's pretty good. Get out of my house. I will throw you against a wall. These are pretty good. Wait, can you say yours with more passion? Get out
2: of my house.
1: I pick Bob's. Wow. I just wanted to, like, throwing against
2: the a ba- the wall. The bait like... and switch. Yeah, it's well, pretty good. Well, uh, I, I got to say the title. I knew it was coming, but
0: I indulged anyway. The title might be the best part of mine, but this is one that gets me. I, I am a pretty tech savvy person. Well, in this job that we do, there's a lot of tech bullshit that happens. Windows updates and it ruins all your sound settings and all this sort of stuff. And I get frustrated with that, but like like a reasonable amount. And I'm pretty good at fixing things. I'm usually able to get to a solution. Something that gets me, and this is like a very boomer take, but something that gets me is I love smartphones i love where phones are today they are fantastic it's cool that you have the entire internet just available in your pocket the way it works is awesome i love it and i don't really struggle with like how they function you know like i'm comfortable navigating smartphones using apps whatever i'm not i'm not that old but a core thing about a cell phone for me is it fucking needs to be a phone when i fucking need a phone The whole thing about the cell phone is you don't have to go find a payphone, you have a cell phone. And in the world we live in today, there aren't payphones, because everyone has a cell phone. Like if you're in any sort of populated area, there used to be payphones on the corners or in front of, you know, gas stations or whatever, totally common thing, go put a quarter in, make a phone call, whatever. If today's world, if your cell phone doesn't work, you're fucked. You mean, hopefully you could just ask a stranger to borrow a phone or whatever. I don't want to do that. But my phone does all kinds of mystical shit. My phone has an AI. Also, I got the case, by the way, Mark. Uh, oh, We you talked did? about this in a previous episode. Oh, I got you the like quadlock. I, I do. It's actually... It checks a lot of boxes. It's not like perfection, but it's pretty close. Uh, but we can talk... That's, that's another thing. <laughs> but anyway, like my phone... My phone does all kinds of crazy shit. It has AI in it. It can do all kinds of nonsense. Mm. But sometimes it's not a phone, and it makes me so mad. There have been a couple instances in my life where, and they were uh, they were in the past when smartphones were a little less good, a little less modern, but still basically wonders of technology, right? Basically yeah. a magical access point to the internet that lives in my pocket, and I can do anything I want. But I was like, I, my car broke down, and I was like... Oh, I don't. There's not an app or whatever. I need to call a tow company. I need to call someone to come help me. My car's broken down. I don't have a spare. I fucking, I just need to make a phone call. And I happened to be in a place where, like, the coverage was bad. I was, like, between cell towers. So I couldn't use my phone to make a phone call. And it turned into this thing where I was like, well, maybe if I just walk up the road a little bit, I'll, like, I'll get better cell service. Didn't. Man, I was like, well, maybe I'll, I'll just dip into, like, a gas station or somewhere and, like, borrow their phone or whatever. It was all, like, private businesses, right? It was, like, lawyers' offices and places where you're not, you're not really, like, you don't have a reason to go in there. And so most of them were, like, locked doors, not really storefronts where you're invited in as a random person. I had to walk for a mile and a half to find a place where I could borrow a phone to make a phone call. And, like, it's, it's unreasonable, because technology doesn't always work, and it's not perfect, but the amount of actual rage I felt at my phone, and this has happened a couple subsequent times as well, I have almost thrown my phone away. Like, just like a movie character just been like, Aah! and thrown my phone just into the street or fucking wherever. One time I did throw my phone, I spiked it. It had a really nice case on it. Oh, uh, and... Uh, <laughs> The case actually was military-grade drop protection, <laughs> uh, and it had a pretty good bevel <laughs> protection. It was fine. The phone was fine. I didn't break the phone. But I made a dent in the hardwood floor, which is a little embarrassing. Ooh. Oops. But, like, f- that that specific thing where it's like, you could do all this magical shit, but you're not a phone when I need you, and in, in the one emergency I have every three years where I just need to make a phone call, that does get to me, and I, I have thrown my phone I didn't throw it against the wall like the title implies but I spiked it like a football on the floor you did say I will throw you against the wall so yeah no it's it's a threat I've I'm like white knuckle gripping it like I will fucking throw you into the abyss so yeah I mean not like the craziest rage but one of those times led to me standing next to my broken down piece of shit car just screaming in a public place just like ah fuck got like that psychopath on the side of the road it's just, like, yelling at his car. Because <laughs> I, I was, like, late for work or something, right? It's a thing where it's like, oh, I'm gonna get a write-up for this. I might get fired if this happens. You remember my Volkswagen, Mark? It broke down I all the time. Do. That I thing was a piece of garbage.
2: Today's episode is sponsored but
0: by- <laughs> uh, Anyway... I don't know. That feels hollow after such a serious discussion. About, no, you know, no, that's seated. fine. Dude, uh, this is
2: all about a ra- random instances of unbridled uh, rage. I think uh, real
0: fits. things happen to me too, guys. I have hardships. <laughs> it's not all smartphones and uh-huh. and and, and, uh, and, uh, and uh, other st- uh, You know, uh, it's no, real. It's yeah, real rage. Okay.
1: Man, I was trying to I was trying to pull up uh, something because I was so curious if it's still there. It's something where I was so unbelievably angry, but it was at YouTube or specifically YouTube customer support way back in the day when my original channel was demonetized. Mm. Uh, And so this was... um, it's a it's a phrase that I will remember for a very, very long time because it sticks in my mind. And I've actually ha- heard this phrase before when I get angry because I'm trying to get help with something uh, and it doesn't happen. When I am speaking to them about like, OK, why is it banned? And they were like, we can't tell you. And I'm like, why can't you tell me why it's banned? And it's like because it's banned and there's no point in it. And I'm like, well, then how am I supposed to be? Better in the future. And they were acting like, oh, why would you be here in the future? You've been banned. And I'm like, but (laughs) I can... uh, What? uh, what?" It's just like, after a while of back and forth, and I was getting angry, and there's an email chain, I remember hearing, or seeing the words, this conversation is no longer productive. And I was trying to search in my email for this one, but it doesn't seem (laughs) like it exists anymore. But no (laughs) phrase... (laughs) has ever gotten me so angry so quickly than being told this conversation is no longer productive and i go bitch this conversation was never productive you didn't do anything you didn't tell me anything you didn't give me anything you have only left me darker in deeper darkness than where i was before you think i wasted your time Like, what do you mean? You're a customer, service. You're supposed to
0: help.
2: Like being told to calm down. Yeah, exactly. I didn't even yell at
1: them. I was not cursing. I was trying to find information of like, well, this is only um, a cool thing that I could do in maybe my future. I don't know. And I I still to this day, I talk about that like, God, I want to know who the fuck that was. Because, like, just where I am now, and I'm like, if if just if if that is all it takes to stop someone from making something, and I'm here at this point, it's like, ah. And we talk about that wait a lot. where it's like, if Susan I,
2: has entered the chat room. <laughs> Susan, no.
1: <laughs> and, and you know the funniest thing? It was is, her the whole time. The funniest thing is I can log into my old Markiplier YouTube channel. Monetization's back because that whole system changed. So I could. I could go back to that channel if I really Long want. live the
2: channel. The channel's back. <laughs> I should Dude, make get it. Get the same haircut. I should make get it. Get the a same video. haircut yeah. and relaunch the channel. I should <laughs> totally do that. God I should. At least for <laughs> April Fools, you gotta make a video where oh, you look man. like Old Mark and you like Long live the channel, monetization's back. Oh
1: wow, I should. Oh the dream, you know.
2: Dude, that would be so good.
0: <laughs> you could use AI to de age yourself and it'll be perfect. <laughs> you're right, you're right. You're
2: right. You don't have to do the talking. There's Mark voice you can use. Yeah, old Mark voice even. I think
1: one time I did like streamed on my old channel at, at like, just randomly one time just for fun, and uh, people were so confused.
0: <laughs> you should you should make like weird knockoff Markiplier content on that, so everyone is like, wait, is this a, just a is this like an AI Mark channel? What the fuck is happening?
2: What <laughs> intentionally make yourself look like. Wow. Oh dude, there's so many of awesome. I'm jealous. Oh, I wish I had a channel the, like but, that. Man. You, Mark, you got One so day. much
0: free time. You should put your you should really put your mind to that. I bet you <laughs> could <laughs> I bet you could actually make something if you focused. <laughs> You're right,
2: you're right. Put the right. movie on a shelf. You need to make old 2014 <laughs> Twenty That was even 20, that was like 2012, 2013, 2012, right? 2012, yes, 2012. That was the first year.
1: Yeah, okay. Yep, that was back in the good old days. Back when YouTube had your own thing that looked like a channel, not this silly one-page crap.
2: You remember when you could customize your borders? That was great. Dude, sometimes I use like the Wayback Machine or whatever it's called, and I go back and I look at like just way YouTube looked in different years, and it's like I never in my brain remember it looking like this, like some of the different one- versions. Oh uh, well, it doesn't exist to me, and yet there it is. Ah, the good old days. Well, I had a story too. What I was your title? I don't even what? remember now.
1: Anyway, that's the end of round. Get out
2: two. of my. <laughs> ah, right. Uh, Get out of my round.
1: All right, what's up? What's up? What's up, Wade? What's up, Wade?
2: All right, it's not even, it's not, it's not nearly as good as the first story. That's the, that's the one that truly sticks out in my mind. But I guess I have some pet peeves that I don't really consider or think about, but like in hindsight, I do. And one of them is just like mutual respect. When I go to like a friend's house, I'm very respectful. Like as a kid, even I was like, okay. This is my friend's parents' house. I want like them to like me. I don't want to like be a, a douche. So I'm, if I make a mess, I'm going to clean it up. If I, you know, I'm going to be respectful of their rules, whatever they say goes, yada, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. And in my brain, it's like, it wasn't even a conscious thought, but it was just like, well, of course they'll be the same way in my house, right? Like if I'm respectful of their house, they'll be respectful of mine, like whatever. And I remember one of my friends came over, a friend that I was, over at their house all the time and I don't even remember what they did at this point I can't remember what they did but they did something that was like either disrespectful to me or my mom's house or whatever it was and I was like I confronted them about I was like that's rude what are you what the fuck are you doing and they were like they like brushed it off or something and the moment they did that like the disrespect I felt like I don't it it, again that that moment where it's like bitch what (laughs) excuse me You (laughs) You think you're better than me? (laughs) Your response was something other than, I'm sorry, I won't do it again? What did you say? (laughs) Because in my brain, you said, I'm sorry, I won't happen again, dude, whatever, you know, my bad. Uh, but that's not the words that came out of your mouth. Do you Want to try again? And we almost got to the point of blows. We didn't. Like I said, I didn't. I was not really that confrontational. Dad, you fight this a is lot, another man. instance You're that you yeah, in I, I did. What is this? This is a new. We size. never came to blows, uh-huh. but we did get up in each other's faces. And I will. You know, <clears throat> I was taller than him, so it was more of a. <laughs> you want to get in my face? Please do. I will use you like a fucking stepladder and splay your entrails across the fucking driveway if you ever disrespect me again. Cause, you know that's the way my brain works when I'm angry. Mm. Um. Yeah, no, but, okay. Uh, ultimately, we got each other's faces, and it like it looked like we might fight, and then another one of my friends intervened. Was like, "Dudes, just chill." And I was like, "No, I'm not chilling. That is just fucking disrespectful. Get out of my fucking house." And I remember he like looked at me like for real, and like I was not playing around. And he left. We eventually like after I don't know how long it was. Let's call it a week or two. Like talked it through, whatever, worked it out explained our sides of things and we, we were friends and we were cool but like that was a big moment in our relationship that it was like we'd been friends for years and for like that to have happened blew my mind because it was like i have always been so respectful over like your place what in the fuckity fuck shit are you doing and it, i don't know i didn't want to forgive him at that moment at all i was like i never want to speak to you again and i don't even remember what he did I it probably wasn't even that big of a deal but just being disrespectful was a pet peeve I didn't even know I had until, like, someone wasn't, and it was like, I didn't even want to talk to that person again, because it it felt like such a betrayal of our friendship for some reason.
1: If you think about it, that's probably the same reason you were mad at your brother. It's a disrespect.
2: (laughs) Put on the list. (laughs) Dude, if this was a therapist office, man, this would be a 16-hour session to go through the issues I had growing up with some of my family members. (laughs) It was, uh... I had a good childhood, but I also had some aspects of it that were, oh God, I have to give every penny I've ever made.
0: Can I pose a question? I'm just curious. Sure. Have you guys had like fist fights? I know, I don't think any of us has really been in a fight and didn't, we weren't like big fighters. Have that, has that been a thing that's been around you? Like growing up, did you see fights a lot? Do you have certain friends who would just fight each other? Uh, frequently, because um, I I've only ever no. seen one fist fight in person in front of me, and that was the most surrealistic shit I've ever seen in my life. I, I hmm. I've I don't want to get fight?
2: too in depth. You can go. Ahead no, and no, go. I'll tell mine last.
0: Yeah, well, I'm sort of just gauging like how do how do you how does that affect you? Does that freak you out? Is it normal? Like where does that fall? Because it seems insane to me.
2: I've seen things because I had drugs and alcohol in my family. And when people are not themselves, they do things that are very regrettable. So I've seen some shit throughout my life, but as far as like just two sober people fighting it out, my brother and I, the one time that I talked about a little bit ago, and then like my other siblings have kind of fought a bit, but they were either intoxicated or on something else when those kinds of things have happened. So I've seen that kind of thing in those instances. I had a weird one. There was one weird moment when I was in college I can't remember if this was at Miami University or down at UC, but I was walking on a sidewalk and I don't remember if I was looking at my phone or what I was doing, but I was just walking on a sidewalk toward class and this guy was walking on the sidewalk toward me. So I kind of scooted over to the right to make room for him to pass me. And he just beelined at me and bumped into me, like ran into me and jammed his shoulder into my like, my chest, elbow, or uh, shoulder region. And I turned around and looked at him and the dude like got up in my face like he wanted me to fight him. And I was just like, what the fuck? And then, like, we stared at each other for a minute, not really knowing what the hell was going to come next. I think he wanted to fight. Like, I think he was... I don't know what he was doing. Then he turned around and left, and I just kept going about my way. But, like, that's the closest to, like, some weird kind of fight situation I've ever been in, was this dude just, like... I, I moved out of the way, walking down, and this guy, beelines, just shut. I mean, he rammed his shoulder right into this region of me. And then, like, I turned to look at him, and he just, like... You're like, what? What are you going to do about it? Kind of thing. And it was like, I don't know what to do about it. <laughs> <laughs> like, what the fuck do I do in this instance?
0: That was really weird behavior, my guy. I'm unclear what comes next. And in sports, I played a
2: basketball game where this guy and I were having a very physical match the entire game. I played center, so it's like very physical down in the paint. And this dude and I were like bumping elbows, kind of like fighting for position the entire game. And something happened where this dude got pissed and... It looked like we were going to come to blows, and he goes to, like, what I think is to punch me, and he stops and pokes me in the eye, and I also was left completely fucking confused because what is the response back? If I punch him, I'm overreacting. If I poke him, I think we're flirting, so I don't know what the hell to do, so I did nothing in that instance either, but this dude I thought was going to punch me, and he stopped and just, like right in my eye just poked me and it was like that's really weird ow but also what the fuck do i do to you in response because i'm pissed but i don't know what the response
0: is to that nipple nipple tweak is the response to that i
2: think (laughs) nipple tweak yeah so i've had i had two weird instances personally where that kind of i mean i saw shit with other people but two instances in my own life where it was like Do I elbow your back? Do I punch you? Do I poke you? Do I ball knee you? Do I cry? (laughs) What do I do? Like, I don't know. So, yeah, that's... I hope that answered your question. I don't remember what it was, but that's where we are. Oh, that's fascinating. That reminds me of the time that we
1: were at whatever. It's like some PAX party, and it was like this pizza place. Wait, I think you were there. Oh, uh, uh,
0: I was there. That I was, was, there. was oh, in Seattle. That was PAX yeah. West. Yeah,
1: and then the the waiter there. Like, I went to get the waiter's attention because one of our friends was not having a good time and wanted to get out. And I'm like, hey, I you know you got a bag or something. That, they're, yes. they're probably going to puke, and they're like, you need to get them out of here. And I'm like, yeah, I know. That's why I'm yeah that's why I'm here <laughs> and then he's like well what are <laughs> you doing about it eating your pizza and I'm like you you sell this pizza but I was pissed at the time like in my head I'm like you gave me the pizza that, why are you mad at me but I was just like livid in my head so I just dropped the pizza on the floor and that was like alright you're out of here and as soon as his hand grabbed my shirt I was ready to kill that man Like it's, it's a strange thing not quite to your level Wade but yeah. it was like oh, I know exactly what's happening now. We're about to fight. And it was like all of you around, just like suddenly six hands on this guy. I think I've told this story before. Just like, That
2: was such a horrible situation all around. And I remember that dude being a total douche about it. You were just like, I need help. And he was like, yeah, what are you going to do to help? And it's like... <laughs> I don't know cause I need help like, I don't know why he was confrontational yeah, he was such he a was, dick, that was very or something.
0: very confusing the mm-hmm. whole thing cause like we if you a third party he would watch it and didn't know you yeah. they would be like oh what did that guy say what did that half korean looking guy say to the waiter to piss him off <laughs> but i we knew what the exchange was and it was like what an inappropriate response from the waiter like what the fuck is happening here
2: my friend's sick and needs help yeah well fucking get out of my <laughs> restaurant you piece of shit it's yeah like...
0: well help
1: them then and i'm like
0: i want to <laughs> help me that was so help weird. you help that was them. so weird mm. like no help you help me help them no, uh, no. yeah
2: yeah anyway I'd forgotten about that entire event till you just brought it up and that that was so that whole situation was so bizarre.
0: Watching adult men fight in any context is pretty weird to me, but out if it's not like an organized fight where it's like, you know, a competition of MMA or boxing or something, it's super fucking weird. That happened one time. I was in a situation where I was hanging out with a guy that I kind of knew and then some of like his friends that I really didn't know, and we were just like at a bar, having some drinks. Everyone was not super trashed, and we headed home. And they just started throwing punches at each other. And like, it was just four of us, right? So two of them are fighting other guys there, and I'm, they're fighting in front of me, and I'm like, i feel like i should be stopping this but i don't know these guys like if i jump into this they're just gonna it's weird it's fucking surreal any adult who feels like fighting is a natural response has either been through some serious shit or i don't know needs to work on themselves
2: because that's just wild i went to um a bar with some friends well I, i knew a couple of the people again same situation i knew a couple of the people and we went to a bar and they were like oh i've got some friends from college that are gonna come with us like okay cool whatever and we were hanging out chatting. And we go back to someone's place after where we're all just going to crash at their, like, apartment or whatever it is. And, um, one of the guys was really drunk and really hungry when he got back. So he grabbed, like, a pizza box. He went and laid on the couch and started eating pizza. And he just fucking passed out on this couch, like, the pizza box on his chest. And one of the other dudes that was there, I don't know what compels some guys to be like this, but he was like, huh, look at this guy passed out with a pizza box on his chest. And he walked up and just fucking drilled him in the nuts. <laughs> punched him in the balls sure, sure. and the dude keels like this you know pizza folds up falls on the floor dude falls on the floor afterward and the guy just laughs and like goes back to his room and the other dude's just like writhing on the floor in pain and that was the exchange and it's like some things don't connect with me like there was no part of that exchange that seemed necessary funny good it was all just like i don't know either of these people so again what do i do do i help the how do i help him he got punched in the balls i know what that's like there's nothing i can do
0: i think you gotta go hold his nuts for him so that they don't hurt so much <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just like, the thoughts in your head are mouth. like do i get
2: him an ice pack do i go punch the guy who punched him that'd be stupid do i sit here and stare stupidly and do nothing because that's what i'm doing guess i'm gonna keep doing that one hey your friends are weird yeah they're just like that All right, time to sleep. Hope I don't get punched in the nuts for sleeping here. And that was my thought process as I drifted off. Was hope I don't get punched in the nuts for falling asleep? Well, that's what you get for falling
0: asleep. Yeah, that's your fault.
2: I guess so. Even though that was the pre-arrangement.
0: Why would you think it was okay to sleep there like that,
2: fool? The predetermined arrangement was: hey, you guys want to come crash back here afterward? Yeah, that sounds great. All right. Well, we've been pretty angry this episode. I feel like the
1: rage has (laughs) consumed us, but I feel like we've let it out. Yeah, I feel like we unleashed some things. I feel like shit. (laughs) Thank you for sharing guys, and thank you everybody out there for listening. Remember, if you've been angry, it doesn't make you a bad person. Wait, I'm back. If you've been angry, it doesn't automatically make you a bad person. Okay, um... (laughs) I think what you're trying to say- You might be a bad person. No. (laughs)
0: Look, no, abandon that part, Mark. Okay, yes. Anger is a natural emotion. Feeling anger is a natural response to different things that might happen to you and around you. It's okay to feel angry. It does not mean anything about who you are as a person or your morals. (sighs) But you might be a bad person, is Mark's point.
2: Yeah, it could be. I'm not excluding... You might be, like, just the
0: worst. I think
2: if you give in to that feeling and do things you'll regret, that might make you a bad person. That one, yeah. That stuff. So, I was almost
0: a bad person, but thankfully, I was stopped. I think what Mark is trying to say is that the episode is coming to a close. Yes, and I'm going to pick the winner.
2: Great.
1: Wow, how's
2: your desk calculator working? <laughs> what are you actually
0: looking at? I, you're clearly. Oh, hang on!
2: Are you... Did I win? Man, I was calculating the points.
1: Skies are blue. All right, with thirteen points, Bob. you came in second place
0: all right wait a minute wade had 16 whopping
1: points 16 with all of his accessory stories his inserts in between conversations he didn't win a single bonus point for the titles
0: but he came in and he dominated this game oh i didn't realize it was the volume thing i could have definitely talked more Oh, he did not only just talk more, he had more heartfelt, rage-fueled
1: stories, and he had the advantage that every time I hear him speak, I get angry. Which coincides with the theme? Congratulations, Wade!
2: I didn't feel good about winning, and now I somehow feel worse about winning. So thank you,
0: um... Why? I didn't even tell the story about how rage filled I was on tour. I almost killed you in your bunk, Mark. What about that? How many points is that worth? <laughs> oh uh <laughs> wait a minute. <laughs> wait a minute. <laughs> I, I'm just saying don't sleep in the same house as me and it'll be fine. Here's the photo evidence of me with the garage wire. Uh huh. Oh interesting. That's pretty ragey, right?
1: Yeah. Uh... Yeah. <laughs> hmm But anyway, uh Wade, would you like to give your winner speech? Well, maybe it should be loser's speech I first, know. which is better. Well, I'll lose speech
2: session,
0: Yeah. Um, Wait, go first. What? Wait, you're a victor. Okay. You're victorious.
2: I don't feel like a victor. This was a good topic. This was a really good topic. But it also makes you confront parts about yourself you don't necessarily like. And stuff you like to try to forget about. But I guess it's good not to. You need to remember and try to be better. So, I don't know. I, I try to approach things in a healthier way. That, that moment helped me realize i needed to which is why i've changed how i address people whenever we're not getting along but no i thought it was a really good topic and i think a lot of people could probably relate to having those kinds of feelings and interactions and whatnot maybe not as severe as the one i went through but you know that kind of shit happens so if you go through it yeah talk to a therapist try to redefine life find new ways of confronting issues to maybe help contain that feeling or keep it from happening to begin with so thanks for hosting and um I hope you all still like me after finding out I'm a terrible person. Well, there's some things to unpack
0: in that
1: last sentence. Uh, Bob,
0: your turn for loser speech. Oh, well, I feel like I've given a lot of these in recent memory, but uh, I'll try and and make this one unique. Uh, No, I will say, I, um, I I struggle with processing emotions. My instinctive response is to try and repress them and push them down and not experience them and that worked for quite a while but that is not really i'm learning that's not really a healthy way way to deal with it and with anger in particular experiencing anger doesn't make you a bad person feeling and thinking things towards other people or about other people is not something that makes you a bad person the thing you control is what you do choose to do how you choose to act you can think all kinds of stuff in anger and rage because that can kind of blindside you and come out of nowhere but you control how you act and if you can maintain control of your you know actions and decisions outwardly that is what defines you know who you are and whether or not you're indulging those bad thoughts that you have so i that's a big thing i've learned because i am in the same boat as wade i have felt very negatively about myself when dealing with and learning how to deal with uh, anger and other emotions and it's tough but you can figure it out, you can learn how to feel good about yourself, no matter how you might feel, you know, in any given moment, so. I would encourage people to talk about it, with anyone, who would talk to you, who will listen, therapist, whomever. I've talked to many people, and many people have helped me in different ways, so. Even though I'm a loser, and that hurts, there's no- I don't have a re- I don't have a second part. I'm a loser and that hurts. That's it. There's um, no redemption. Um, I'm just a loser, and well, I feel much better about winning
2: now hearing that, uh, thank you. Uh, <laughs>
1: Okay, well, that was a little depressing, but all of this has been a little Hey, it's depressing. a loser
0: speech! What do you want? Well, you could... You <laughs> said what do you with, want you, you, make it unique. you said at the beginning that you could have it with grace, but, uh, all right. No, I said I would make it unique. I didn't say it would be grace. Right, right, right. I
1: thought I heard grace, but I must be wrong. I'm sorry. Um, but thank you, everybody, for listening. Uh, the morals, as we have laid out, are as thus. You might be a bad person. Uh,
2: there was better morals. There. We don't know! We you don't know. Awful. We don't know. <laughs> That's, we don't know. It. That's the moral of the story.
0: You might be a bad person. Thanks for watching. You should look into that. You should check on that. You you're the only one who can know that. So you know, figure that out. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> so
1: thank you so much all for your beautiful faces and take care of yourselves and check out uh, this podcast more or we'll be mad at you. You just learned how violently angry we can be. Don't piss us off. By not listening and following this podcast, that's the moral of the story. Podcast, and a good style. one it oh. is.
0: Oh. oh, I jumped oh. all over you, oh. Will. Cut me out. Oh, I'm so much. Oh no, Mark's getting enraged. Podcaster. Oh. Oh.